you were at the point where you had to like steal food from the store. Yeah, every night. You know, I remember there were nights where um I so I at the time I had a partner, me and the partner owned the club and we actually shared an apartment too. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. This is a live episode. Uh, if you are on iTunes or you're on Spotify, uh, well, you missed it live. But the rest of you, uh, you will hear this live. And I have a special guest with me, someone that is uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, he is he has been my pain in the you know what for 43 years, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> but um, but I actually want to bring my brother, Mark Todd, on uh, the Wealth Code Secrets today. And did we have this planned? No, we did not have this plan. My brother just got into town and within 10 minutes of us talking and uh, you just telling me a few things that I said, just stop talking. Let's make this an episode. Uh, I said, oh, my gosh. I said, we need to have a mic in this place. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so and so basically this is what just happened. Uh, my brother and I were talking, we're talking about, uh, you know, just kind of my new um, mission, some of the new things that I'm doing. My brother's helping me out a lot with with the things that I'm currently doing. And uh, and then he started to talk about his personal story of um, when you have it all, but it's still not enough or something is still missing. Something right. It's still missing. Right. So why, why don't you go ahead and just tell them what you were just telling me? No, you know, I was just remembering how uh, when I had uh, one of my previous businesses and, and this is a business that I a business that really is dear to my heart because it was the business that, you know, I would say took me out of the ghetto. You know, um, before I had this business, I was really struggling, had no money. And um, and I built this business up from scratch out of my uh, out of my bedroom and was able to turn it into a seven figure business, you know. And this is from a person that was happy to probably be making $100 um, a week. And now I have a seven-figure business. Of course, not automatically. It took me time to get there. And it was fun building the business up, but I had gotten to a certain level where it just wasn't fun, exciting anymore. And I just remember, you know, maybe like 2010, 11, 12, where uh, it was just, I was just, I didn't even want to get out of bed, you know? And I was telling Greg how like, I'm probably one of the most motivated people that you'll ever meet in your life. So I'm not a person. And and I mean, I understand that like a lot of people do go through depression and have, you know, um, uh, all sorts of issues. But I've never, ever been that type of person. I've always been the motivator. But during this period of time in my life, I'm making all this money, um, you know, thousands and th tens of thousands of dollars a week. And so money is not an issue. I can buy whatever I want. I had all the cars that I um, wanted, all the nice cars, could buy everything. I had a nice house and everything, but I was just still just, just unhappy. I was, I was, I felt like I was depressed or something. And every, you know, I couldn't sleep at night because I would have to think about having to wake up the next morning and go to a, um, 
it, it was my business, but it felt like a job, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. dealing with employees, dealing with customers and all that stuff. And I was just so unhappy in my life. And I was just kind of going through that and, and, and explaining that and telling that to Greg, you know, and it was, um, it was a painful thing. And, you know, a lot of people probably thought that I was being ungrateful. The few people that I told what I was going through, because here it was maybe, you know, 10 years earlier, I had, I had nothing. I literally had nothing. I didn't have a car. My car got repoed. I didn't have food to eat, barely had an apartment to stay in, you know, probably should have been evicted. And here it is. I have everything now. And it's still, you know, and, and I wasn't trying to be ungrateful, but I just wasn't happy. I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel good, you know? And I remember um, uh, when I decided that I was going to walk away from it and everybody thought I was crazy, you know? Everyone thought I was crazy. You, you just said something before you said you told someone. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I told my mom. I remember even telling my mom, like, you know what? I, I think I'm going <laughs> to leave this business alone. And she thought I was crazy. You know, she, she thought I was insane because, um, you know, I had built it up and it was making a lot of money and money was coming in. That wasn't really an issue, but I just wasn't happy doing it, you know? And I was, and I, and I said to myself that there has to be a better way to make money, you know? And, and I think that what the most painful thing was for me was feeling like I'm going to have to do this for the next 20 or 30 years of my life. And that probably hurt me more than anything because I, at, at the point in time, I didn't, there was no other way out. You know, there was no other way out. So it's like, what I'm going to do, leave this and go and work at Burger King or, you know, or, or work at some. And I was just like, I mean, that might even be worse. And, and I think that that's what was really painful. It's like when you can't see any other way out, but there's always a, a way out. There's always a way out. So uh, you guys, I, I want to really hit on a few things that he said. I know my brother's story. I know where my brother has has been at. Uh, we have like our parents provided for us. OK, they did. But when we went out on our own, um, you know, he never wanted help. Right? OK, is that is that fair to say? Yeah. 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 And my brother uh, had a, a, a club business and he was a DJ and had a club in Tallahassee and uh, he fell on some really hard times. Uh, and I, I don't know how much of the story you want to share. Well, but, you know, OK, but when I, I think sometimes when you say, oh, I didn't have anything, people don't really understand. There's yeah. different levels of not having anything. Yeah. I mean, you were at the point where you had to, like, steal food from the store yeah, every night. You know, I remember there were nights where um, I so I, at the time I had a partner, me and the partner owned the club and we actually shared an apartment, too. And there was a guy that my partner was friends with that he didn't, um, his parents had kicked him out or whatever. So we made a deal with him. He could sleep uh, on a, um, on our floor at our apartment and, and then we would let him clean out the club. Cause of course I didn't want to clean, right? And my partner didn't want to clean out. And we had other responsibilities. So, and, I, and the reason why I bring that up is because all three of us, so you got three grown men that are living in this house. And there were nights where we literally made like, I remember there was nights that we made $10. Like we probably was charging three or $4 and three people paid to come in. A couple other people came in for free that we knew. And then we had, we would have this DJ, this guy named DJ Chuck. And, you know, he would come out and DJ for us and we couldn't let the DJ go home with no money. So we would literally have to give him $5. And we kept $5 and he knew we didn't make any money. Right. So we would give him $5 for gas 
And then we would have to, we would have $5 left and there's no food in the house. So it's three grown men, no food in the house. And we would go to Winn-Dixie. There was a Winn-Dixie. Um, and if Winn-Dixie sees this, man, just message me. I'll shoot y'all like a thousand dollars or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, my bad, but this is like 20 something years ago. But um, we would go in there and then there were certain things that we just couldn't steal. And I, I've never been a thief or anything like that, because that's not how I was raised. But we just literally didn't have it. There's a lot of people that probably steal because they think it's cute or fun. We, we weren't trying to do that. We were just trying to eat and we didn't know any other way, you mm -hmm. know, and we weren't going to hit some old lady over the head and 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 take her back. We just figured Bendix has got this food. <laughs> <laughs> they go miss a couple, <laughs> you know, a couple little hot pockets and stuff like that. And we just had a routine, you know, like so we would maybe buy a loaf of bread with the five dollars that we had. We would buy this loaf of bread. We might buy like a, a, um, some Kool-Aid packets and some sugar and a thing of sugar. And then we would just, um, my roommate would steal these Hot Pockets, the individually wrapped ones, the Winn-Dixie brand. We didn't even get the Hot Pocket, the real ones. We got the individually wrapped ones because we could slide those into the pocket. It wasn't Hot Pockets. It was a Hot Pocket. Right. right. It was a Hot Pocket, <laughs> you know, and, and a couple bags of M&Ms, you know, that was kind of dessert. And and we would we would have to do that. You I, know? I think it's important that people know, like, there's a level of low that you hit. Right. Yeah. And when I know how 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 proud he is and he is my older sibling and he always wants to. Say, OK, look, this is how it's done. This is how it's done. So I know this where we don't come from a family of thieves. Right. I know that it, it, for him to do that, he had to be at utter desperation. So I just wanted to kind of create a baseline of what your low is. Right. Okay. Right. right. Um, and when, you know, you could, you were living at home at the time. Yeah. I, I, I never called. I never called my parents and asked them for He anything. never called and asked never. for anything. Yeah. So he was trying to figure out how to make it on his own. So yeah. to go from that, where you can't even afford to feed yourself and you have to risk, um, you know, like, you know, getting in trouble yeah, in order for you to eat. To then get to the point where you're making, you, you have a seven figure, basically marketing printing business, right? right yeah. Doing and over a hundred thousand a month. Doing over a hundred thousand dollars a month. And then to have the, the goal right. to say, I can't do this anymore. It, it's, it's not enough. Y'all, I, I want you to understand. And this is the reason why I decided let's just go live and let's just talk. And if, and if, if y'all vote, if y'all vote for having a microphone, in the place with a maybe I can I, I can get him to agree with that. But, you know, I said, gosh, people don't understand, uh, you know, that making money is great. But what is more important is how you make it and and not selling your soul in the process. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. Uh, and 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 please, y'all understand that that. I, like even for me, there have been times that I have felt guilty whenever I have shifted away from an endeavor um, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, everybody, everybody has looked at me and whether it's my family situation and my kids or whatever from the outside. And they're like, yo, they got it all figured out. They got it all figured out. And and it's not always the case. And sometimes you know, you, you, you always tell me this. Sometimes you have to have what you don't want to finally realize what it is that you do want. Right. And, 
your level of standards and expectation changes over time. And you realize what things are important, what things aren't important. And um, gosh, that's just so important. Is anybody understanding what we're talking about right now? Like, are you resonating with this? Now, for many of you, you might be like, oh, my God, look, man, just give me the money that y'all have and and I'm good. I'll do it anyway. But I want to tell you something, y'all. When you truly want to help people, um, and you don't want to you don't want to look at people and the way that you're helping them as a burden, right? Like right, like absolutely. like you don't want to look at it absolutely. as a as a burden, and and um and and you want to help with a with a clean heart right. and with a pure right, heart, right, right. and and if you're gonna do it with a clean heart and a pure heart, it's not meant to make you miserable. Right, right, right. You want to expand on that a bit? I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's a really important thing for people to understand. If it doesn't feel right, y'all, it's not right. Right. If it doesn't feel good, it's not good. Okay. You should feel great about it. Right. You should feel great about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And if you have other people around you that you love, they should feel good about it too. Like, I want to tell y'all, if you don't mind, I'll say this. And then after that, all right. You know, so my brother and I are doing some stuff together. I, I'm still helping. I, like my my mission is expanding. I'm still helping people, still helping people in healthcare. My mastermind group actually starts uh, today. Um, and, you know, I'm still doing some amazing things with how I'm doing things in healthcare. But what was so amazing for me four and a half years ago, doing this for 10, 15, 20, 30 people got overwhelming trying to do this for thousands. And then on top of it, handling all my other endeavors that I have, you know, and it got to the point where I started to get scared waking up in the morning. I was scared. I was like, I can't, you know, and then like, like I actually told my wife this and I hope she doesn't mind. She don't listen to my live streams anyway. (laughs) But, but there were times, there was this one time that I met a student at the place over here called Sweet Sage. Did yeah, I take yeah. you there before? I think so, yeah. The the, the breakfast right. joint? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I had, to, I, I, I had to lie to her. Like, not lie. Like, I would never lie in front of you. You know, right. like, I, Mark's always amazed that I keep my phone out and she knows all my passcodes. <laughs> it's like, like, we have a really good relationship. But right. I remember that morning, like, I had to sneak out the house. Like, this is when I knew things had to change. I had to sneak out the house on a Sunday morning and go to Sweet Sage, and I was hoping that I would get back before she woke up. Uh, and my heart just wanted to help that student that I was going to go meet. Right. But I realized this is not right. Right. Like to the point where I can't turn it off at all. There's so many people that the amount of, of access they have to me that it, I actually have to start to finagle around my wife. Right, right, right. It was turning into misery, something I love so much and I still love it, but I had to create new boundaries for myself. And that's what you had to do. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing. I think a lot of people think that it's about, oh, you know, being retired and not having to work or anything like, and people like us that are really motivated, right. We want to do, we, there's stuff that we want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that like you could just ever, even though you may say it sometimes that you just go on your boat and let's go fishing every day. You'll get tired of that. I get tired of it. Yeah. I get tired of it. And and we, and I get excited about, cause now I'll, I'll be honest with you. I probably work just as hard 
but I love what I do. Right. I really love, I love what I do. And right. I think anybody that gets around me knows it, that, that, that man, he's just really passionate to the point where I'm having sleeping issues now only because I go to bed so late. I'm up till six o'clock in the morning. Right. Every, in, I mean, and Greg could tell you, cause I'm messaging him at He's five, messaging five, me at five 30 when I'm and getting I'm, up. Yeah. I'm going to bed <laughs> and he's getting up and, um, but it's just about like learning to work on your own terms and doing the things that you want to do and, um, and, and really working on your own terms, you know, and that's what I'm excited. And, and, and that's really what we're working on in trying to help other people to figure out and, and learn how to do as well is to be able to work on your own terms, to do the things that you want, that you enjoy doing. We, so here's the deal. Uh, there's, there's two things I want to say. First thing is I have a comment up here that uh, Kelly Duggan, who's a longtime student of mine. Uh, this is when I was making my, when I decided that I had enough and that I mm -hmm. had to change things. Mm -hmm. uh, she was one of the first 10 people that I told. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then after, you know, having that conversation with, with um, those 10 people, uh, she actually said, Hey, I'd like to talk to you on the phone. Right. So I knew I was going to breakfast and I said, Hey, I'll talk to you on the phone. So Kelly actually gave me a story of a pastor, right? Mm -hmm. I, th I think it was a story somebody told her. It was a story of a pastor who, um, you know, basically put out chairs and started a church, right? right? right. And put out chairs. And then basically, um, you know, like enough people came to where they filled up the chairs, mm -hmm. right? And then put out more chairs and put out more chairs and put out more chairs. And the pastor got overwhelmed. And then somebody actually said to the pastor, well, remember now, you're the one that's putting out more chairs. Right. And the way that the pastor was doing it at the time, you, like, and basically she's saying this to me again, it's okay to fold up those chairs. And it doesn't mean you can't add them back and even more later. Right. And Kelly, I think this is, well, again, thank you like so much for that. But my, my thing is that I want to be able to help even more people than I've ever helped before, right. but I want to do it in a way that it, it no longer frightens me. Right. You know, um, it no longer frightens me and, and overwhelms me. And overwhelms me right. You know, um, and there is, and there is a way and, and there is, a, there way, is and, a way and yeah. we're figuring that out now. Right. And right, we're, right. and we're so excited. You know what I mean? We're right. so excited about it. Even, you know, even for myself, you know, after I, I, so when I kind of walked away from my business in 2014 and I didn't really, I had no interest in doing anything. I mean, I had businesses that were making income because I still had to make income. I had businesses and, and investments that were making money, but I just didn't want to do any sort of work. I just wanted to work on what I wanted to work on. And I did a bunch of different things in that time period. I wrote a, I wrote a book. I did a lot of motivational speaking. I worked with athletes and college teams all over the country doing um, uh, performance training and whatnot. And I had no interest in selling anything to anyone. Just no interest at all until 2017, until I went to China and I came back from China and whatnot. And, and, and what I realized is that I can do what it is that I want to do. I can do whatever I want, but I just have to do it on my terms, you know? And then that way I can help the most amount of people possible. And I, and I think the same for Greg. So it doesn't, you know, it, him deciding, I mean, the, the best decision I think that he can make is, is like, you know what? I can do it, but I'm going to do it on my terms, which will allow me to, to still have the freedom to enjoy my wife and my family, but still be able to go out there and even help more people. It's, it's, I can tell you this, it's scary. Um, it can be frustrating at times, mm -hmm. but, um, but it is possible to do mm -hmm. and we're doing it. 
Right. And absolutely. it's and it's and it's just absolutely amazing to see new students come in yeah. at all times of the day. Right. right, right <laughs> like right, at all right, times right, of the day. Right, and yeah. and um and it's just such a beautiful thing. So I so I, I guess a couple kind of you know parting messages uh, from this. Many of you might feel guilty um that you're even, I don't want to say complaining, but you feel like, gosh, like is this what I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life? Or is this how I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life? And you feel like, yeah. and, and you're like, you almost feel like, gosh, you feel guilty. You feel like, wow, like how ridiculous are you for even thinking that? Don't you have everything that you need? Da, 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 da. And I want to tell you, don't feel guilty. Like don't feel guilty for wanting better in your life. No, don't feel guilty yeah. for wanting better for yourself, for your family, for your students that you want to have long-term relationships with, for your customers. And I know that once, I, as this thing now continues to explode, like what it's doing for us now, right. I know that it's going, I know God is, is making me do this right now and making me be in this place so that people can actually be like, wow, wow, look what they did. Right. And look at how, like how he's doing it. And then I, I think that's even and the then most it's important. Good. Yeah, part. that's it, the most important how, thing. How how you're doing it? Yeah, you know, even more so than the the than the um, uh, amount of money or anything like that. It's how you're doing it. It's it's really, and that's what a lot of people will um will come to realize. You know, yeah. and then, yeah. and then especially when you're coming from a place where you didn't really have a whole lot, just make it. You know, it blows your way to be able to make a lot of money, but then you'll soon realize that it's not it's not it's not just about the money. You right. know, like the money is good, and don't get me wrong. Right. We all want to make a lot of money, but it's like making that money on your terms. on my terms. Yeah. And and that to me is more because right now I could have, you know, if I want to, I could probably make 10 times the money that I'm making, you know, but it wouldn't be on my terms. And right. I'm just not even interested, you know, and my brother will tell you, I've had a lot of people approach me about taking on projects where I can make a ton of money. But guess what? The, the projects don't feel right. Or maybe the right. people that I'd be working with isn't, isn't right. And I just, I, I made a promise to myself and, and fortunately I've been able to keep this promise that I'll never ever do anything again just for the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, I want to make a lot of money. Don't get it twisted. I want to make a lot of money. Cause I like, I like to, to, to be able to have the freedom to do whatever it is that I want to do, but I'll never ever do anything just for the money again, you know, because I have confidence in myself that I, I can make money whenever doing whatever I want to do, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just, I just, I just felt like we needed to say that yeah. to people. And I just right. felt like, um, you know, people needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's no reason to settle. Right. Um, there's right. no reason right. to feel guilty if something doesn't feel right. Um, and, and you know what, let me tell you something. Sometimes starting over, Man, I tell you, it it gives you a new zest. If you feel like sometimes you feel fatigued, if you feel weary, sometimes you just need a you need to start over. <laughs> you you know need what? to start over. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, know? you man. Um, and 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 I didn't realize this until I was having a conversation with someone in 2016, and the guy said to me, he was like, "Man, you know what? I really admire you because um, you have an ability to recreate yourself." You right, know, right. because he had known me doing several other businesses before whatever. I, I, I think in 20, I was working with athletes and I was coming from working with some athletes in the Midwest up in like North Dakota and South Dakota. 
and I was driving back to, I flew out there, but then I decided to drive back because I worked with, I think like 10 different teams. I did a whole, I, I worked with teams in North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, and Oklahoma and somewhere else. And I was driving back to Atlanta and he was like, and he said that, and I never ever thought about that before. And, I, and, and, and then, you know, especially over the last year, I've really been thinking about that a lot, that a lot of people are so afraid to do something different, to right. start over, right. to start new. And I love it, man. I love the challenge. Right. And, you know, to me, the worst thing is to stay stuck in something, you know, and when I go places and I look at some of these people uh, at some of these stores that I'm in and they just look so miserable. Right. right. And 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 I don't look down on them because they're working a, a job, maybe making 10 or 15 dollars an hour. I, 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 I feel empathy. I feel sorry for them because it seems like they, they were probably in the position that I was in, except for they weren't even making the type of money that I'm that I was making. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and but 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 I can still feel their pain because it's like they had to get up. And then when I hear people like, man, it's Friday and people get so excited. And like to me, I don't get excited over days because every day is the same to me. I enjoy every day. Like I don't really do anything. The only difference in my days is that there's some radio programs that I like to listen to. <laughs> and one comes on on Tuesday and one comes on Thursday. So I look forward to those things. And that's the only. But other than that, life is is great pretty much every single day, you know, and that's what life is really about. And, and what you don't want to happen is to get to 60, 50, 60, 70 years old and really start to realize that and then realize that you wasted 50, 60 years of your life doing some stuff that you didn't that you didn't want to do. You yeah. know, don't be afraid to start over. Don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to take risk, you know, because that's the only way that you you'll 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 get to that next level and you'll get to a place where you want to be. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So we could talk forever yeah. Um, and maybe we'll do a, another part two to this or whatever, but we got work to do. We got a lot of other things to do. Um, but I can tell you this, the last couple of times he's come down here to help me with different projects. I was so darn stressed. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, no. Like, it's like okay, yeah, okay, I got 10 minutes. Okay, okay I got to No, not anymore. Yeah. So it's it's great. Um, and, and if something doesn't feel right, y'all, um, there's no reason to have shame behind it. That means it's probably not right. And I, today, I think the both of us, the both the Todd brothers, want to give you permission to change that situation. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you for listening to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast. And until next time. Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Now, can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Okay, number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss another episode? We'll notify you every single time a new one comes up. Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review, please, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever? And, and you know, while you're doing it, let me just tell you the things to say. Tell them how amazing I am, and more importantly, tell them how amazing you are. There you go. Okay, and then Number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash Greg Todd PT and you can see the video version. We got all types of cool stuff in there and you're going to love it. All right. Thank you so much again. And remember, let's make your days count. Till next time.